0: So disastrous. <laughs> okay, now, we,
1: now the button is. Erin is a self-proclaimed authenticity expert who stopped subscribing to the bullshit a long time ago. A two-time survivor of sexual violence, she knows that in order to find true happiness, you've got to do some work on yourself for
0: yourself. Jenna battled anorexia for eleven years with many ups and downs is currently
1: working to find true recovery and sharing her journey along the way. Finding authenticity is all about being true to ourselves without having to apologize for it. So stay tuned for all the mental health, adulting, self-development, and day-to-day musings of us.
0: And welcome to the Finding Authenticity podcast with Erin and Jen.
1: Hi, uh, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Finding Authenticity podcast. If you're hearing us laughing, it's because we're admittedly hot messes <laughs> trying to start this. Uh, anyway, uh, so this is Erin talking. This is Jen. So, Jen, how you doing with this whole, you know, being socially distant thing? You know, it's... Uh
0: really fun super exciting honestly not that different from my normal life of being socially distant from people (laughs) Uh, no but actually um it's been okay it's been an adjustment for sure definitely kind of a weird normal that we're living in right now Mm -hmm. um kind of definitely not something we expected going into 2020 Man, 2020 was gonna be our year. Yeah, we literally—I remember when we were sitting in Starbucks and we made our plans. And we're like, "Hell yes, this is gonna be such a good year. We're about to make all of
1: the changes." And then the world fell apart. It really did. Yeah, I remember manifesting all the positive change, and it was starting. I know. I left my job. We started going to things. And I know. Having like social media plans, and then coronavirus well, yeah coronavirus coronavirus happened and now now we're here yeah pretty much so, uh, for you how has that change impacted you because I know you know being your friend big, aka significant other because of you're <laughs> pretty much of night, so you feel like my boyfriend yeah um <laughs> that you were already off of work um on medical leave but obviously like this is like a next level of not going to work or Mm -hmm. doing anything because everything is close and you just have to stay inside of your house.
0: Yeah. So that's definitely been a bit of an adjustment as well. Like I feel like I haven't had to adjust quite as much as some people because obviously like I was off work already. I was already kind of doing my own thing during the day, trying to schedule out my life and kind of keep myself busy. Um, And obviously I have a lot of things to work on personally. Um, so that helps with the whole not being bored thing that everyone seems to complain about which by the way i think if you're bored it's your own fault because there's so many things you could be doing clean your house <laughs> like read a book learn something it's new rough, i don't know
1: <laughs>
0: i mean i just had to put that out there
1: you because yeah, no you have you have a purpose you have you do stuff you did a webinar but i just I mean, mean like but sometimes i sit there and i'm just like oh i have nothing to do yeah blah, blah, because i can't sit down and actually
0: do any of it. I know I mean and that's okay too like especially coming to terms with it all at first like I think it's still is just starting to kind of finally set in mm-hmm. um and that's fair like I totally understand having to uh, adjust and kind of come to terms with it mentally and all of that but I feel like there's some people who are literally just like I'm bored but they're not addressing any of
1: the issues yeah, behind but, yeah, that I you know you. Uh, is keeping like me sane when I can like actually focus my brain to do is trying to like do personal and professional development stuff exactly now yeah sorry that was a
0: tangent that I didn't know I was gonna go on but (laughs) point made anyways so um yeah so the one thing that's been kind of a harder adjustment has been not being able to like go out because like uh especially when I stopped going to the gym it yeah. was, I needed to have like another outing in the morning to kind of fit that place. Um, so I was going to Starbucks or I was going just to walk around like Winners or Michael's or Indigo or something to get out of the house and just be a little like get a little bit of movement and walking around.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so that's been kind of tough not being able to like go places, but again, like the. The more it's become a daily routine not to do that, it's been okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been doing, like, yoga at home, which has been nice. Um, my mom and I will go on a walk pretty pretty much every day. We try to get out at least once. Um, not for, like, a super long walk. Not want to, like, overdo it or anything. But just to get some fresh air and um, get out of the house <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So... I don't know. That's kind of been the big adjustment. And it's just been interesting, too, because now so many, like, basically everyone is in the position that I was in for the past month and a half. <laughs> you so, have like, a practice round of social Yeah. Dis- <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, hey, guys, welcome to my club. <laughs>
1: MTV, welcome to my crib. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, how's it been going for you? Uh, well, I have ups and downs. It can be very daunting and overwhelming Some days where I just, like, feel the need to just kind of, like, lay in bed and do absolutely nothing and just scroll off my phone. Um, And then other days it's been, like, pretty okay and productive and I feel, like, motivated and as if I can use this time um, in a benefit. But, yeah, I have realized I'm much more of an extrovert than I originally thought and I... Really miss people. Yeah. Like, and obviously, like, you and I have been FaceTiming. I FaceTime my friends from my sorority and that kind of stuff. And I do have, like, I'm socially distanced in my parents' house. So I have my parents and my brothers home now. But man, I just like, I'm just getting hugs from no, people I'm related you. to.
0: Yeah. I think it's like, even, like, FaceTiming people, it's not the same. You know, like, yeah. it, it's great that we have technology, and I can't even imagine, like, how much harder this would be if we didn't. Um, but it's definitely not the same, and it's going to be nice when we can eventually all see each other again and do things outside and, you know, go to the mall. I don't even know. I When's the last time I went to the mall? I don't know. But, you know, I like the – I like – I the opportunity.
1: Can't be there. Yeah, I feel that. I've had to have um, some really honest, like, self-conversations and reflections uh, just to, like, allow myself to feel those negative emotions and make it okay to not be perfectly fine during all of this. Um, I literally had to, like, sit myself down and cry in front of my mirror yeah. <laughs> at home and just be like, you're allowed to feel this. It's okay. And... Your feelings are entirely valid with everything that's going on right now. Like, there's no pressure on you to be this perfect person. And that, like, if you want to sit down and cry for a little bit, that's totally fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. did that, yeah. Had a yeah. nice cry.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to do that sometimes. I mean, personally, I struggle to cry my body just my body just doesn't like to do it but it's really annoying because I feel that like sometimes it's just so nice to let it out but my body's like no we're not gonna do that like today this morning I started tearing up about a little tiny kitten and all I could do was tear up I wouldn't go to full cry mode and I'm like why just let it out body let it out but it didn't
1: work so yeah it's been hard but I don't know it's also been kind of nice I'm like as you know, this happened at a time for me, literally days after my last day at my full time job to transition into working at a uh, as an independent contractor, essentially for both like my own business and then also working um, with Mo and Co Event Coordination, doing largely weddings. And so I was really excited to start that transition, which would have been starting about now. But it's like everything got put on hold. So it's kind of just like this weird thing that I like was starting a transition. And then like now there's an unprecedented global pandemic at the same time. And the events industry is obviously an industry that's entirely based on people interacting. And you can move it online. You can do virtual things. But I think people are having a hard time like putting their head around that. And it's still so early that people are only just kind of, like, coming to grips with all of this. So, yeah, there's been ups and downs, and some days are amazing, and some days are not so amazing. For sure.
0: I guess, like, I could go back and explain, or I should go back and explain why I'm not working right now, and, you know, all that. So, um, I have struggled with an eating disorder for the past 11 years, um, and I've had some periods that were great, some periods that were not so good, and the past year I've kind of hit a not so great spot, and things just got to a point where I really, like, my anxiety was so high, um, I've worked as a personal trainer, which obviously isn't the best environment when you're struggling with your relationship with your body and food, um, so i decided to take a leave from work yeah and medically i was not allowed to work out so i've been took me a while to finally stop going to the gym but i did
1: and that's kind of where we're at the next kind of topic and talking about what it's like to be um socially distant Uh, if you want to start telling me like i want to hear about what your daily routine is kind of, you know, how you're keeping yourself on a schedule, and the coping mechanisms you have, because I think both of us agree that having some sort of general routine and schedule for the day really makes a huge impact on whether that day is either positive or negative for us.
0: Yeah, for sure. I know, like, uh, I use my Google Calendar or for life um, in general, and I was using it before, and I kind of just put... Honestly, even the simplest things into it these days, um, whether it's like waking up or like getting dressed, breakfast, um, journaling for 10 minutes every morning. Um, so let me open my calendar right now and I'll go through like an example. So let's see. Last week, let's take Thursday as an example. So I have like breakfast, 9 a.m., 10 a.m. yoga, get dressed, go for a walk, um, 1230 to 1 Uh, made the podcast intro. Then I had a webinar from one to two. I worked on cleaning my room a little bit for an hour. I journaled and the rest of the evening was kind of like my chill time. So I will just put in everything I want to get done for that day and I'll move it around if I need to. Sometimes I'll even backlog things because it just makes me feel more productive as well. Um, And for the most part, my morning routine has been something that's been really beneficial to me yesterday I didn't really get a chance to do it properly because I slept in and kind of forgot and by the end of the day just I wasn't feeling great so I'll normally wake up make coffee uh I'll either have breakfast before I do my journaling or I'll journal uh before breakfast depends when I wake up and then I will eat breakfast and watch live with Kelly and Ryan because (laughs) honestly it's great and they're doing it from their houses right now and
1: it's amazing (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. How about you? So for me, um, I also implemented a morning routine that has like really helped kickstart my day. I wake up, I try and be up by like 7, 7.30 so that I don't like sleep in too long and waste a lot of the day just in my bed. So I wake up, the first thing I do for me, I need to make my bed in my house, um, My room is like kind of my main space. The other members of my family have like their productive spaces all throughout the house. So for me, it's like my bedroom, which means immediately behind my desk is my bed. And it's way too easy for me to just crawl back in there and waste my whole day just messing around on my phone and watching YouTube videos when I know there's things that I would enjoy doing and would make me feel more like a person. And productive that I just then don't do. So I wake up, I first make my bed. That's the very first thing I do. And then I'll go do like an hour workout in my basement, which has been super helpful without the gym. I loved having the gym and I would get up earlier when I was working my corporate job to, you know, go do that for an hour. So being able to transition that into my morning routine has been really helpful. And then I'll do my best to listen to some sort of podcast that has professional basis to it while i'm getting ready eating breakfast and all that for the rest of the day um because if i do that like kickstarts my brain into being motivated and ready to get to work uh but in all honesty sometimes i just want to have a shenaya 20 concert in the shower so i will do that and then probably dance for like 30 minutes longer than i should but that's good for the mental health I'm dancing sure. Is one of my favorite coping mechanisms while I'm home. Turning up the tunes and just um, looking like an idiot in my bedroom is one of my favorite things to do. So yeah, and then I'll, I'll try my best to get into some work. But being fully transparent, I 100% get lost in my phone for hours. TikTok has been the worst <laughs> app for me to freaking download ever. It's so good and there's constantly more content it's just the algorithm on that thing is amazing compared to other social media platforms if you want to just waste three hours literally go tiktok because you can refresh it and there will always be brand new content i don't know how that magic works but man it is dangerous so i have to try and avoid that yeah for real. Anyway, that was a bit of a tangent um but like you i also try and schedule my time because that helps me a lot um I also use Google Calendar, but what I thought about starting to do yesterday, rather than blocking off time in my Google Calendar like that far in advance, um, because then I don't end up using the days like that as I originally expected, but instead, or maybe coupling both together is doing weekly goals. So telling myself the things I want to accomplish that week. And after this podcast, that's actually something I'll be like, sitting down and doing a couple that I already have down is, you know, this week, um, coming up, I want to make sure I work out five times. And then for my new job with Mo Co, I need to learn the wedding timeline planning that she, um, software that she uses. So there's like a three hour course on that that you can do at your own pace. So I want to complete that this week, finish one of the books that I've been having sitting on my desk half read is another goal for me this week. I've been really struggling with being able to like funnel down all of the thoughts and things I want to accomplish in my brain into something that is tangible that I can sit down and do. So I'm really trying to figure out some sort of strategy that works for my brain where I can take what's floating around in there and put it down as an action item in a way that isn't overwhelming and is actually like accomplishable.
0: Yeah I totally relate to that. I feel like there's so many things floating around in my brain that I want to get done but or that I want to do and I'm like oh I should do this I should do that but if I don't write them down, or I don't put them on paper somewhere else. If it, it all just stays in my head, it gets overwhelming, and I just don't do any of it. So A little thing. Yeah, so I definitely need to work on that myself, and kind of putting some goals in place. And that's the kind of thing... So I also have my bullet journal, which I'll usually use as more of an end-of-the-day thing. So I'll go back and kind of put in what I did for the day. But I definitely need to get better at setting some, some goals, and trying to really figure out what I want to prioritize throughout the week as well. It's hard, especially with everything going on. And I, I think things have finally sort of settled down a little bit. It's not necessarily breaking news every five seconds as it was for like a week straight. But it's still, things are still changing and things are
1: still different. So yeah, and uh, it's, it's that, that difference that it's just, it's just a really weird world to be existing in because the way we're so used to living and all the things we want to accomplish almost feel like they're on hold. I know for me, I'm financially strapped for right now. Hopefully I can get some sort of government support and that will help me get the ball rolling on actually being able to do things that both stimulate the economy and grow my business. But I completely understand that there's so many people, including myself, that have either lost a shit ton of work or have been laid off, and so, rightfully so, they're not wanting to spend a lot of money right now. Mm-hmm. It makes it hard to like be building your service-based business, especially when your service is events. So, and it's difficult to you know try and convince somebody to spend that extra $15-$20 on maybe this online speaker series that I want to do when, you know they just got laid off and have children or rent to pay or food to buy, you know? So right now we're in this like weird um, kind of like economy stop. Um, I'm, I'm definitely super grateful that I have some
0: financial supports in place that I had set up from leaving my job. Some mm-hmm. of the, like I have EI through the government already set up. So that was kind of relieved a little bit of stress because I know right now the applications for that are going to be flooded as well so I'm glad I already have that in place it's still like obviously it's not a ton of money but it's something right and where there's some people who are left high and dry um I'm really grateful that I didn't necessarily have
1: that happen yeah it's really pretty weird but you know shifting so what kind of stuff are you doing during the
0: day Yeah, so normally I'll do yoga in the morning. Well, not normally, like some days. Most days, half days, I don't know. Some days I'll do yoga in the morning. And then I'll usually try and clean like a drawer of my room or like some aspect of my room, organize that throughout the day. I'm trying to like keep it spread out so I don't get too overwhelmed by that, but still getting things done and getting... My room a little bit more organized because it is my childhood bedroom and it has a lot of shit in it. (laughs) The closet is the scariest part and I'm like procrastinating that hard because it's just a disaster. But yeah, so I'll do that. So I'm trying to learn how to use Procreate on my iPad. So I've been doing some uh, sort of tutorials on that. I have a recovery journal that I need to spend some time working on. Um, yeah, kind of just like little things here and there. nothing super crazy, but it's stuff that I need to get done or I want to get done and and also, like I have some crafts and stuff that I've been doing. My mom and I started a puzzle today, so I'm just trying to do fun things that I don't normally do, you know, mm-hmm. um but also things that are beneficial to me and that are gonna help me in where I want to go in the future, so um, learning how to make graphics for Instagram, making Instagram posts. I'm hoping to start a blog uh, hopefully this week. So, oh my God,
1: plug it. Yes, everyone go follow Jen's blog
0: if it's up. <laughs> it's not up yet, but it will be. Um, so Actually, no, it probably will be by the time we... When this podcast yeah, comes out, I think it, will, it be. will be. I don't know what it's called. Yet, follow. Though, but uh, go follow. We'll mention it, it in our social media. <laughs> yeah. And kind of just being as productive as I can, working on recovery As well as just working on other things for me, because obviously recovery is super important, but I can't have my brain all in that 24 7, or I will implode.
1: So, you have to take a break from like taking care of yourself. Yeah. You need to be able to just chill out, because if you're 24 7 working on yourself, like you will burn out doing that. Yeah. Um, it's definitely important to be working on yourself. Uh, I'm a huge advocate for that on all levels, but you also part of that is taking a break to just chill out and not do something that's productive or beneficial. We we all need those moments to like let our brain just refresh and process and relax. For sure, a little bit of decompression. Is that why you started your cat a TikTok? <laughs>
0: um I mean potentially I think also it's like she's always presentable and I don't always look presentable (laughs) so I'm like she's easy to take videos of on a regular basis
1: but she scratches you because Misty's not very nice I
0: know but like then that's funny too right so (laughs) you get the cute content and then you get the
1: The evil bitches. (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> she's actually hilarious, though. I'm super excited to try the one with the tape on the paws and see oh, how boy. horribly it goes. Oh, your cat's gonna hate you. I know. But, like, there, so there's some on TikTok where it's like, this sound is supposed to make your cat come or, like, freak out your cat. She doesn't move. Like,
1: she doesn't even react to the sounds. I'm like, you are a lazy piece of shit. Are you convinced? <laughs> like, are you sure she's not deaf? Oh. Uh,
0: no, I don't think so because sometimes it'll be like misty and she'll respond. Or Ooh. I'll tell her to get off and she knows what that means. So
1: Okay. That was, that was a good that's a good thing to, to think about. Uh, I made a TikTok too. Uh super embarrassing. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, it is. Like it totally is. I feel like way too old, like out of touch to like be on this app. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, Like the technology aspect, I'm like, how do I make quality content that doesn't look like a two-year-old made it? But in all fairness, a two-year-old would probably do a better job. There's
0: some videos that, like, are cut and spliced together, and I'm like, how did you do this? I I don't don't, understand. What what do I do?
1: But I want to be TikTok famous. I know. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Anyway, don't follow me, because I don't want anyone to know about (laughs) it. I want to be famous, but only people who don't know who I am. Yeah, that's how it works, right? Yeah, in my brain, that's how it works. Yeah. Remember when I texted you that one day when my one TikTok got like a thousand views? Yeah, and you were freaking <laughs> I was, out. I was like, no! <laughs> Man, um, one thing that I found super important is still finding that time to be social, despite being physically distant. So like, you and I FaceTimed a few times. Mm-hmm. God bless technology during all of this, because just because we have to be, at home and physically distant, it doesn't mean like we're completely cut off from each other, which is so nice. I think this would be a million times harder if we were and we didn't have all these different ways to communicate. I have weekly, almost biweekly, FaceTime chats with a group of my friends from my sorority, and we play games and just like drink wine That's and vent all of our feelings about what's going on because we're all in different positions. One of us is in teacher's college, so she's like working super hard right now to finish up her degree. Me and my other friend working like in events industry, so we're both like, I ain't got no work. <laughs> And my other friend works, um, in like a corporation. So she's just working from home doing like 12 hour days to distract herself from everything else that's going on. Um, but it's nice to like lose your mind with other people because then you don't feel so alone in it. For sure.
0: I think that's definitely a perk. And it also, I think it's you reach out to people who you haven't talked to necessarily as much in the, recent past, like on two days ago, I FaceTimed like all the girls that I was friends with in high school. And after high school, after graduation, we just all went our separate ways. We've like, have been in a Snapchat group chat for a while. We'll talk every here and there, but it's not like we've kept up really with each other. So it was really nice. And it was kind of like nothing had changed, you know? It was like, we're all, we were all still in high school and we're all like, how are we 23 and 24? Like, I still feel 16. I think we're going to start doing that more regularly. So it was kind of nice to reconnect with them. And in a way, it's easier because we are all over the place. Um, one's in Nova Scotia. One's, well, two of them are home right now, but they go to school in Michigan and in Pennsylvania. And then one's in oh, Toronto. Thanks.
1: Good. Yeah, I think it's a, a nice way to like actually cope with this is to try your best when possible to look at it as an opportunity mm-hmm. rather than something that is bad that's happened to us and we have to deal with it shifting your mindset to something positive and i completely understand that that's not always possible even for myself yesterday like i said had a good cry but to see the opportunity in this that we've been given all of this extra time granted is difficult and not everybody has that But those of us who have this extra time because of everything that's going on, it's really an opportunity to reconnect with ourselves, with others, with our passions, with hobbies, with our goals. It it can really be seen as a, a good thing if you make the effort to, because it's easier to be bogged down by all the really hard stuff that comes with this. But if you really make the effort and lean into the opportunity and the gratitude that we can have during this time... It will make this so much easier and you'll be able to come out of it a happy person.
0: Very true. And especially seeing all the families out and about on walks um, and they're getting to spend time together. Like, yes, I understand it's going to be hard for a lot of them, but they're spending time together. And some families don't get a lot of time together when parents are always working and kids are at school and running from this activity to that activity. So seeing a group um on a walk together and actually just spending quality time it's kind of nice it's a little bit refreshing so obviously yes there are some challenges a lot of challenges that come with this but there are some some positives as well and I think we need to kind of focus on those as much as we can in order to get through it
1: yeah I'm really good on using your mindset and that you're, you have to put in work if you want to like be a positive person, it doesn't just happen. Because life throws things at you all the time, from every direction, no matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think you've had your fair share of negativity, the universe doesn't care, man. No. Bad things still happen because that's life, and you can't control what happens to you, but you are definitely in control of what you do with that, and how you deal with it. And that's been a major thing for me over the last, like, I mean, six, seven years, but then, like, really over the last three is something I've really tried to implement into my life, to not let myself get pushed down by all the negativity that could very easily ruin my life, and I could let it control me, but I'm just like, "Uh uh-huh, no.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think also, like, even when you're having those moments of negativity or when everything kind of just feels blah, trying to remind yourself that it's it's temporary and good feelings are gonna come back again. Like last night, I had a really rough night. Like I was just really down um, and anxious. And I was like, okay, I just like, want today to be over because I know I'm gonna wake up and it's not gonna be perfect, but I'm probably, most likely, hopefully, <laughs> gonna feel a little better. And for the most part, that's usually the case. Well, did you
1: happen to feel
0: better today? I did. Um, Yeah, yeah, so I think that usually does help for me. Obviously, sometimes people have different things that help for them, but even if it didn't, even if I'd woken up and still felt like shit, I knew eventually it's going to come down. Like, yes, I might feel like shit again in three days or tomorrow or tonight even, but it's not a forever thing. And I think that's something to remember about, what we're going through right now as well, is this is temporary. Yes, it's probably going to be a little bit longer than any of us would hope for, but it will end
1: eventually. Yes, it will, especially if we all pay attention and take it seriously, and we can really limit the amount of lasting damage that happens to individuals. Because, I mean, the reality of this virus is that it can and does kill people, so, that will have an everlasting impact on obviously those people who lose their life, but also their loved ones. That's not an easy thing to just get over when social distancing is done. So, the better we are at this now, the sooner it's over, and the less negative impact is left on people. And
0: it's, we're not being asked to do a ton, we're literally being asked to stay home and sit or on our the couch. Like, we don't have to go to war. We don't have to do all these things that people have done in the past. It's really just to protect everyone around us, protect your loved ones, protect everyone. And I just, I don't know, my brain doesn't comprehend people who don't get it, I guess. (laughs) Um, So. I
1: feel you there. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand that level of selfishness, ultimately. I get it. It's inconvenient. But so is people dying. So is being on a ventilator. Yeah. So is being a healthcare professional that's working their butts off and putting themselves at risk. Like yeah. You're going to do it for anybody and you don't have someone vulnerable in your family or you're not vulnerable yourself. Think of the nurse who's like putting herself on the front line day in and day out yeah. to take care of the people who get it. And if you can help make that any easier, man, you should.
0: Yeah, one of my best friends is in emergency room nurse and she I just can't even fathom what it's like to be her I could never be a nurse on a normal day but imagining it now I'm like wow you're amazing pretty much I have so much respect I've always had so much respect for her but it's just they don't quit and they do what they have to do because someone has to do it and that's it's just it's crazy and it literally is like they're right in the front lines they have their masks they're only allowed like one mask each so they have to make sure that they keep it safe and all of that it's just uh, overwhelming
1: yeah I, I can't express enough gratitude for those people right now because they're doing things that i can't imagine having to do all the kudos to them all of my, they can have all of my kudos. literally take them keep them do whatever you want with them they're yours just they're incredible So I guess we should move on to our final topic for this podcast. Oh,
0: it's exciting.
1: Which I hate because it's mostly about me. It's fine. I will contribute. Oh, I meant to send you a screenshot earlier. I'll send it to you after this. So we're going to talk about dating during social distancing because Jen and I are both very single.
0: (laughs) Very. I'm like very capitalized, italicized, underlined, circled. All of that. Aaron's just, like, very. <laughs> like, a casual very.
1: Jen, you're going to have to prop me about this, because it'll be good content, so. Okay.
0: Let's talk about, let's start with
1: dating apps.
0: I would call myself a dating app veteran. <laughs> Girl thing. <same. laughs> I have deleted and re-downloaded Tinder more times than I can ever... But, More
1: than you would care to admit. Yeah,
0: I don't, like, I couldn't even uh, guesstimate a number, it's just, but I also, I don't love Tinder anymore, or ever, honestly, I don't think I ever love Tinder, but we both downloaded Hinge as of recent.
1: We did. Maybe, Maybe. Hinge will
0: sponsor us. Oh my god, Hinge. Uh, Hinge.
1: Hey Hinge, what up? We're both active users. Active users. Are you, are you an active user though? Um, I went yesterday to look at all of my likes.
0: Okay. I get bored so easily on dating apps. And it's not even, I don't know, I just like, it's, I don't know. Boys are annoying. I just
1: can't with them right now. Other things to focus on, that's totally fair.
0: Yeah. But anyways, so Aaron has gone on a lovely social, (laughs) actually quite a few social distancing dates do you wanna you wanna tell our listeners all about those
1: man so
0: embarrassing (laughs) no it's not it's cool
1: okay well let's remember that i was also talking to somebody like right before all of this happened and he ghosted me so i also got quarantine ghosted totally fine it's okay like whatever his loss but also like the world is burning so i don't really blame him (laughs) And if we're not going to be able to, like, see each other again for a long time, and, you know, that's something you really care about, and you don't want to just talk during this, I get it. So, you know, kudos to him. I wish he had said something. Yeah. Ghosting is super rude when you've already met and been talking for, like, three weeks. Whatever. He's gone. (laughs) His loss. Exactly. But yeah, uh, so uh, I actually quite literally put in my Hinge bio, you shouldn't try and date me if you're not trying to have virtual dates during the pandemic.
0: <laughs> so you basically put this
1: on yourself. I did. I really manifested it into the universe. Mm-hmm. It's kind of awesome, a little bit weird. And I'm staying up super late, which is weird because I sleep at 10pm most of the Oh uh, Yeah, so I've been <laughs> the last six days... Been having like FaceTime dates literally every day for like three hours. Jesus Christ. With one man. It's the same man. I would like to (laughs) preface that. Me and this one guy, not 30, just one. Um, One of them was really cute. We watched the San Diego Zoo live streams together and like watched the animals in the zoo. So we went to the zoo virtually. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, basically, like, I'm gonna fall in love during the pandemic. (laughs) My life is a rom com. (laughs) pretty much but like honestly if anybody was gonna do that it would be me
0: no 100 percent, for sure yeah i I, kind of love it i don't know it's like little updates every day of what you did what you did yesterday when you didn't leave the house
1: it's like kind of really nice because you have to just talk to the person there's there's literally no other option you're really forced to just get to know the person and spend quality time with them and there's no distractions or sexual pressure which is really nice it's that is that like, like definitely a plus i feel like it's so nice to just like talk and yesterday as you know was my bad day i half canceled our date he's like no no no, like we can talk about it It's totally fine and this boy got me to cry to him oh my god and like walked me through my emotions and i was like what's happening who is this where do you find these oh i'm Hinge. sponsor us yeah um,
0: literally no i totally feel that though Especially with everything that I'm trying to deal with about myself as well. Like, even going on dates, it's usually like, oh, we should go for dinner. We should do this. And I'm like, haha, yeah, no. <laughs> not going to happen right now. So it's kind of nice not having that pressure or having to say no and, like, kind of turn people down. But you're, you don't necessarily want to turn them down. You're just yeah. not able yeah. to do that right now for yourself. And kind of there's less expectations but more time to get to know people i have one guy that i'm kind of talking to from hinge um and like he seems nice enough and it's kind of just back and forth saying when this ends we'll go get pizza or something the other ones are kind of just fizzling but i like i think it's amazing that you found someone who's like willing and committed to actually putting in some effort Every day he to
1: with like a new idea of what we can do that's amazing whether it's like a, a topic of conversation to debate or like when we went to the zoo this is like your perfect man i don't understand i don't i'm like waiting for problem you know yeah it's coming don't worry he said a bracket like you know how they're like in the playoffs like yeah. how that works where once you beat a team like you go on and play another team so there's like this whole bracket of like all the disney movies mm. oh my god stop and he's like we're gonna debate them and then come to a conclusion of which one's the best disney movie that's amazing i love that fantastic amazing that's love wonderful. it wonderful We're gonna do, like, a fancy date over FaceTime, so, like, there's an excuse to dress up and look like people again and not just live in sweaters and sweatpants.
0: Stop, this is making me emotional.
1: It's adorable. (laughs) He was like, we should meet. And by meet, I mean, like, we go to a parking lot, park our cars six feet apart yeah like that thing the i sent you it, I'll put it on the ground walk away so you can get the hot chocolate and then we'll sit in like our cars so with the trunks open dude honestly though i want to do it but also it's a lot easier to like be socially distant just via facetime oh yeah and if he's like six feet away from me that's gonna be I'm like i just want to give him
0: a hug yeah know? see that and we don't want that You know, are not allowed. They're not allowed right now. No, no, the big no no.
1: Household that are immune compromised. So he and I both have to take this really seriously Mm -hmm. as everybody, but like we have direct impact on people that we love. So that might happen over the next little bit. So I'll have to provide an update. Yeah,
0: I'm excited. Definitely, we should make this a a weekly segment update. Updates. (laughs) updates. Um, My dating life is not exciting, really at all. But I do send cat memes back and forth with the swan guy. So, I mean, things are getting pretty serious. <laughs>
1: cat memes. That's pretty intense. I know. Pretty intense. Well, I think that's um, I think that's our podcast
0: today. Yeah, I think that's a good end note. So, if you liked our podcast, please leave us a review. Share it with your friends. Take a screenshot. Post on your story. All that fun stuff. And don't forget to tag us at findingauthenticity underscore. And you can find me on Instagram at jen.patterson with two
1: N's. And you can find me on Instagram at erin's underscore events. Erin is spelled E-I. Nope. No, it's not. It's spelled I. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm just really thinking about, like, yeah, you know that. Employment <laughs> insurance. Employment insurance. Please, God, help me. This thing is going so crazy, I've forgotten how to spell my own name. <laughs> Honestly valid. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and
0: we will catch up with you guys next week. Bye.